0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Salary Capped. I'm Tyler Kern. And today on the show, we are tackling one of my favorite subjects to talk about when it comes to sports, and that is stadiums and the impact that they have, the atmosphere that they provide, and what they can do in a community as well. And so joining me for this conversation today is Kush Parekh. He's an associate principal at Studio MLA. So, Kush, thank you so much for joining us. Glad to be here, Tyler. Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, Kush, tell me, how are you rethinking stadium design? And are there any new trends or innovations that are, uh, are really driving the industry forward right now?
1: Yeah. So, Tyler, you know, sports stadiums have traditionally been designed as these suburban fortresses. Uh, they're like these forbidding structures with impenetrable footprints surrounded by a sea of parking. The goal had always been in the past was bring people as close to the gates as possible, get them to the game and get them out as quickly as possible that has changed the contemporary stadium has liquefied and evolved into an increasingly approachable space they've actually become an extension of your public realm and you know they're they're built to culturally connect with the communities that they're built within uh, they've become anchors to these larger entertainment districts and you know that incorporate attractions that go way beyond game day uh, you almost think of them as destinations or urban centers that incorporate you know a variety of uses such as, shopping, dining, retail, and residential.
0: So, Kish, you mentioned how stadiums have changed and they're evolving, and I think you're absolutely right about that, just seeing them become more of a fabric of neighborhoods, of cities, and really playing into the the culture around them. How do you see that continuing to evolve over the next five to 10 years? Is there another evolution that you see coming, or is it a continuation of what we've already seen uh, of the growth of stadiums?
1: Yeah, I think uh, it's going to continue to grow because as these stadiums are becoming important uh, places in their communities, you can see that they have this ca- uncanny ability to catalyze uh, rejuvenation and capitalize on a larger potential for their communities. So, you know, they, they bring all these enormous public amenities that help uh, bring communities uh, and create thousands of jobs for them. So, uh, you know, we, we, we're going to start seeing more trends in these public-private partnerships and seeing how uh, they can be mutually beneficial to their communities.
0: What ways have we seen stadiums be mutually beneficial within communities and cities? Have we seen, uh, you know, an increased um, maybe patronage of restaurants and bars in the area or revitalization of certain parts of cities? Kind of talk me through some of the examples and some of the ways that you've seen stadiums be beneficial within, uh, within a town.
1: Yeah, I, so I think um, we just finished uh, working on SoFi Stadium, which has been a really um, great to kind of see, um, you know, can't wait for more people to come there. But SoFi Stadium is a great example of the public-private partnership and how it was mutually beneficial for everyone. Uh, you know, it is an NFL stadium that was privately financed Uh, something that was possible because it comes with an adjacent development. It's 300 acres of retail, restaurants, hotels, and residential, and offices, of course. Uh, It brought new infrastructure, new streets, new public improvements, and acres of parks to the city of Inglewood that is, you know, traditionally being a little park poor. Uh, You know, these these parks and open spaces are going to be extremely beneficial to the community, especially during this uh, pandemic where, uh, you know, there is a, a real need for a public open space.
0: Is, is part of the driving force behind this to ensure that stadiums aren't just uh, only useful and beneficial for the, the use um, on any given sporting day, but then to also have a benefit that extends beyond just the, the realm of sports to make them valuable to communities? Is that a big driving force behind the approach to stadiums these days? It really is, and again, you know, it's really thinking about these as
1: 365-day destinations. Uh, you know, sports stadiums—they they inherently democratize space and bring people together. So, you know, they—they really allow for this multi-generational activity, bringing people from all across our cities and from every social strata. So, you know, as you uh, activation draws in fans and uh, friends to share experiences, it really starts to provide these opportunities for neighbors to like, you know. Share and to learn and to organize. Uh, the the design for the the stadiums and outdoor spaces is also you know starting to be more flexible. So you really think of them as these living organisms that kind of learn as the the different events are coming through. Uh, you know you. If especially right now like you can see like how some of the stadiums especially in Los Angeles like Dodger Stadium like SoFi Stadium are now also uh, going to be uh, voting centers for the upcoming election
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that that certainly provides a diversity of use. And when you look down the road at potential, you know, Olympic Games or World Cup um, Games as well, uh, those are other opportunities to then host large sporting events in a a city, in an area. And again, that can bring in, um, you know, Different amounts of uh, of revenue to those areas based mm-hmm. on you know restaurant patronage and bar patronage th- things along those lines. Um, so you can really see how a new stadium can revitalize a certain area and uh, and create a buzz that maybe didn't exist there before.
1: Yes, I'm sorry. Was, uh, was there a question there, though? No, no, no. no <laughs> sorry,
0: that's just just a statement. Just to see if you're if there's anything you wanted to react to. Um, that's totally fine. So. So, Kish, kind of talk me through um, uh, Studio MLA's role at SoFi Stadium and, and what part you played in the overall project. Uh, I know as a Dallas Cowboys fan, I got the opportunity to watch the Cowboys take on the Rams there and, uh, and, and saw the first game that was, that was played there at SoFi Stadium. Unfortunately, the Cowboys lost. I'll get over that. But it was incredible to get to see the stadium on television. So explain the role that, that Studio MLA played in that project.
1: Yeah, so our role actually has been an interesting uh, kind of that um, uh, has been an interesting one. Uh, we started working on the project almost uh, 14 years ago um, when the site was an old horse racetrack. Uh, you know, the site was initially planned to be developed as a mixed use development and um, you know, fast forward to 2014, 2015, we there was this whole notion of like bringing in a new stadium. So, as the as an urban as urban design firm and as, as master landscape architects, we really started working with the architects and the client on giving SoFi Stadium its unique indoor outdoor feel. Uh, we were also um, design uh, in charge of designing uh, 25 acres of parks and streetscapes and all of the other ancillary open spaces around the stadium.
0: That's fantastic. So you mentioned earlier that, that Inglewood was, a, was a, an area that needed more parks. Um, was that an emphasis from the get-go to create more green space and to create more green architecture within the overall footprint of this project?
1: Yeah. And so, you know, based on our initial community meetings when we started this project way back then, we we realized that the the neighborhood, the community really cherished some of the open spaces that were part of the racetrack. So, you know, making sure that we bought in that aspect in and, and like emphasize it and, and built upon that to create some more uh, really interesting and unique public realm for the community was important. Not only that, you know, our our goal was to build a stadium that was truly Southern California. You know, it, it really emulated everything that Southern California is about, which is the you know, capitalize on the the blue skies and the great weather we have year round and make it a truly indoor outdoor stadium. And I, I really think that's what really sets SoFi Stadium apart uh, is you you when you go to the stadium, you're walking through a series of parks and open spaces and plazas to get to your seat. Your experience starts way before you even get close to your seat.
0: That's really incredible. So do you think that that is maybe the main thing that sets SoFi Stadium apart from maybe some of the other amazing and great stadiums around the world? Just that uh, that indoor-outdoor experience and the way that you blend nature in with this gigantic structure?
1: Yeah, well, I don't want to compare it to other stadiums, but I definitely would say for Southern California, this was a very unique uh, an interesting way to to look at our stadium design. and just visiting the stadium now after it's all done, I mean it definitely feels um, very authentic to the, to the region. It feels very different, and I think it stands out.
0: So, Kush, what excites you about the direction of where stadiums are moving in, in the future? We talked earlier just about um, this evolution and this growth just in terms of seeing how stadiums can integrate themselves as part of the fabric of an area, the fabric of a neighborhood, help revitalize, help bring business to those areas. Uh, what excites you about the future of where stadiums are going and and, and these possibilities that exist in this area? You know, um... It's, it's really interesting to
1: see because, you know, technology has a big role to play in our lives these days. And um, as we were looking at uh, specifically SoFi Stadium, you know, as one of the newer stadiums that got built, it was very uh, interesting to see that, you know, we didn't go all technology route. There was still emphasis on good public open space. There was good. There's still emphasis on creating community space and like really engaging with the neighborhood and you know i think that most successful stadiums will benefit from doing the same being engaged with their with their communities and the neighborhoods
0: we've talked primarily about sofi stadium and obviously it's uh, it's one of the latest uh, stadium projects that we've gotten to see Uh, it's incredible to get to see on television and hopefully fans will be able to visit it soon but uh, are there any other projects that you want to highlight that really illustrate um, this blending of of community with stadium and with sport and that sort of thing that, that really stands out in your mind?
1: Yeah, so our office is also being fortunate enough to work on two other stadiums, uh, one of them being Bank of California, which is uh, nestled in uh, Exposition Park. Uh, you know, that's a space that already boasts multiple museums, a university, and the iconic Coliseum, which was uh, the site of the 1932 Olympics. So really, you know, designing that stadium and the adjacent site, uh necessitated a response that synergistically fit into those different uses so you know it was a it was a different challenge but again it was more about how does the stadium fit into its neighborhood um we've also been working on for a few years now on the renovations around uh the historic dodger stadium uh which is home of the los angeles dodgers and you know again that has been a, really our first a go at like changing how people experience the stadium you know Dodger Stadium was built or you know had somehow evolved to be this kind of gated area where you park your car -car right at the gate and then go to the seat and then go back and now it's created a series of outdoor plazas and you know terraced gardens all around that really are wanting uh, the fans to come and spend more time there and really experience the stadium.
0: You know what, what's interesting about each of those examples that you mentioned. Uh, I, I'm a huge soccer fan, so I've watched a lot of games at, at Bank of California Stadium. I haven't been there, but I've watched lots of games on television. And every time that I I see it, I, I feel like it it adequately captures the the culture of the neighborhood and the, the surrounding area. And a lot of that has to do with uh, the people that go to games, but also it feels like the stadium just fits that it, it that it belongs. How do you how do you through architecture and through the work that you do Strive to capture the the atmosphere and the culture of the neighborhood and bring that into a stadium structure.
1: I think it's really kind of like, you know, going down and understanding what the sport is doing for the neighborhood, what the people are wanting and what really the culture is. I mean, Los Angeles has a very strong culture. People are used to watching sports in a very specific way. And, you know, we we want to capitalize on that and then also accentuate and bring those experiences even further.
0: Absolutely. Well, I love talking about stadiums and the impact that they have and the way that they're becoming part of the fabric of communities these days. So Kush Parekh, Associate Principal at Studio MLA, thank you so much for joining us here on Salary Capped and diving into uh, a little bit more about stadiums. Thank you, Tyler.